Blog Talk Radio. I know the Bible is right. It's the Bible has the answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level. Well, the Bible is right. The Bible is right. Pastor's going to tell you that. I'm going to continue to say that every single time because it's true. Amen? Glory to God. Ain't you glad about it? I know I am. We're in Proverbs. Yes, we are. We're in Proverbs. We're in chapter 23, and we're down to the fourth verse. We're down to the fourth verse. And it says, Proverbs 23, 4, King James Version Protestant Bible says, Labor not to be rich. Cease from thine own wisdom. And then in the Positive Thinking Bible, it says, Give up trying so hard to get rich. Give up trying so hard to get rich. Wow. Down through history, secular, religious, whatever, I don't care. People people try hard to get rich. Amen. And here it says, Give up trying so hard to get rich. And then in the Tanakh, the Jewish Bible, it says, Do not toil to gain wealth. Have the sense to desist. Have the sense to desist. Amen. Glory to God. Now, isn't that interesting? Labor not to be rich. Cease from thine own anger. Now, uh, I got three major points that I want to make about this verse, and there's more points. I've got two pages of notes from previously meditating on this verse. The first thing that I want to, the first point I want to make, and I believe this is important, uh, this verse says, labor not to be rich. It says, rich, not money, rich, okay? And years ago, I read in a, it's, uh, it, it, this book is in my library, but that library is in storage. If it wasn't for that, I'd pull it out and would have given you the exact author and title. But anyway, even though I don't remember the author and the title, I remember what the book said. And one of the things it talked about was um, a definition of rich, R-I-C-H. And back then, and this was in the 1970s, back then, to be thought of as rich, you had to have 200, your net worth, after all expenses, you had to have $200 million, $200 million. 
your network. Uh, now, what's that? 50 years later, it's probably another 200 million. So you'd probably have to have half a billion dollars, 500 million, let's say. You'd probably, the definition now would be you would need to have somewhere around a half a billion dollars to be considered rich, okay? And what does this verse say? It's very important to read a verse carefully because if you don't, you'll be thinking that this is saying don't try to prosper. Don't You don't need money. You don't need to earn money, okay? That's not what this is saying. It says labor not to be R-I-C-H, rich, rich. Why? Uh, 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 because one of the places in the Bible says that, the, that, that rich people, that their vast wealth doesn't suffer them to be able to sleep at night, that they're up at night and they're, and they're uh, worried about their money. What, how, what are they gonna, how are they going to invest it? How are they going to keep it? Beloved, you, there's no way you could convince me that if you receive a half a billion dollars, you ain't going to tell me that you go to sleep at night and you never uh, are thinking about it, never worried. You would be thinking about what am I going to do with a, with a bill, half a billion dollars? How am I going to invest it? How am I going to keep it? Who can I give it away to without them becoming a, a burden to me? What, how, how, what do I do with this kind of money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, when you, when you become rich, you have a problem that the poor never have. When you're rich, you face the problem of you or your family members being kidnapped, ransomed for money. Nobody ever kidnaps a poor person for money because the poor person's poor. They ain't got no money, so they don't worry about being ransomed. But rich people, they worry about that. In fact, a lot of you'll see when you're interviewing a lot of celebrities and stuff, you can talk to them. But a lot of times they won't take pictures of their wife or husband and the kids because they don't want that. I remember one time Michael Jackson he came out on the balcony with his son, and he had a coat over his son's head. That looked funny, but what he was doing was he didn't want you to see what his son looked like so he wouldn't be kidnapped, you know? So um, so, uh, so there's all kinds of disadvantages to, be, disadvantages to being rich, and it says here in this verse, do not labor not to be rich. Cease from thine own anger. It's talking about riches, riches. Amen. Glory to God. And uh, so we're taught here, don't go after riches. If you're going, if you're going out to be rich, you're going down the wrong street. Your whole life, you're going after the wrong thing. If you're seeking to be rich, amen, the way to be, if you want to make a lot of money, you go after value. You go after giving value to people. You don't go after the money. I've heard time and time again people say when it comes to their craft, 
take care of your craft. The money will come. It will eventually come. Don't worry about it. It will catch up to you. But if you give value to people and serve people, the money will come. Now, we have an outstanding example of that that just about everybody knows. And that is an ex- a quick example that comes to my mind is Walmart. Walmart serves everybody. They serve, what did Jesus say? Who will be the greatest among you? The one that serves. The one that serves. And one outstanding thing about Walmart is they give value to all people. They don't, they're not worried about the money. They know they're going to make the millions. But what they seek to do is to give value to everybody. And because they do that, money floods into them. Amen? Anybody can come into a Walmart store. Walmart doesn't exclude anybody. It, it, just, uh, 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 it just tries to serve anybody that comes in. They'll serve you. Amen? And because they offer so many products, and so many services. We had a, a Walmart back in Texas, in Arlington. This Walmart was a super, 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 super Walmart. And not only did they have the giant Walmart, but within that Walmart store, they had bank, barbershop, uh, money exchange, uh, 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 I mean, a bunch of stuff, uh, uh, restaurants, a bunch of things. Now, those shops are in other Walmarts, but this one, the shops were bigger. The, the other stores underneath that roof was bigger. It was just a big, humongous thing. And it offered so many services that uh, uh, the money just floods in. They're not, they're not sitting around worried about that. They know they're going to make millions. Amen? And and because they give value, they make the, the they get they get rich. Amen. Glory to God. But so many people they just um, when they start a store, they're so interested. I just want my kind to come in and and patronize this store. And then it's a little dinky, so it never goes anywhere. Amen. But here's Walmart. They'll serve anybody. You know another good example of that. I don't know if you noticed. But the Huns that and and they captured they were an empire larger and bigger than the Roman Empire. But in the West, the West they don't want to say that the Huns Empire was bigger. They co- covered all China, Russia, all the way across into Europe. I mean, they they really they they uh, they were a humongous empire. Now, and one of the reasons they were so successful is that I didn't notice till, till recently, till a couple of years ago, anybody could be a Hun. I thought you had to be Asian and come from the steppes of Mongolia to be a Hun. But anybody could be a Hun. All you had to do was agree to live under their rules and follow their leadership, and you could be a Hun if you followed them and and did what you were told. You could fight in their army, share in their share in the loot that they would get. The whole thing. I didn't know that. See, they didn't worry about they didn't worry about just us, exclusive thing, and it's just us. 
yeah, well, you got a nice exclusive thing, but it doesn't serve tr- you. Do you know Mercedes Benz, who was so very exclusive, exclusive only? Oh, we don't just want to. They could, they're starting to cut that out. Now they got the 300 series. You see, you see. Forgive me for using this phrase. Ordinary people driving around in Mercedes, little Mercedes. But when they had this exclusive thing, they were exclusive, but they weren't having gigantic sales. Okay, yeah, I'm exclusive, but suppose you only have a hundred hundred people to buy your Bugatti or whatever. Well. <laughs> You're not making hundreds of millions, okay? You made a little profit, but you're not. But suppose you serve everybody. You're going to be flooded with money. Amen? Glory to God. The, the, this verse says, don't labor to cease from your own wisdom. Go to the Bible and see what the Bible says, what will make you the greatest. And Jesus said, you want to be the greatest of all? Serve, become a servant, give value. Oh, what you talk about? See, and that's the opposite of toiling and laboring to be rich. You get that, you get that, you get that wisdom. Amen. You get that wisdom. Glory to God. Now, I like this verse here in the Tanakh where it says, Do not toil to gain wealth. Toil to gain wealth. Well, if you don't toil to gain wealth and, and you give up trying so hard to get riches, how, how do you prosper? Amen? How are we supposed to prosper? Labor not to be rich. Do not toil to gain wealth. Well, how are we? Maybe we don't want to be rich, but we certainly don't want to be poor. So we want to prosper. So what's the middle ground? How do we prosper? I'm up against a commercial. On the other side of the commercial, we'll go into that question. Hold on just a moment. I'll be right back. Stay right there. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website, at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two dot com. Beloved, I I know uh, I know um, uh, the brother John Robinson, and I can vouch for him. I'm telling you, Pastor has seen his work. I know the gentleman. He is a solid Christian man. He will do you right. He, he, he operates with morality. He's upright. He'll do you right. If you need, listen, you could call anybody to, to have your kitchen or your bathroom renovated. But are they going to give you an honest estimate? Are they going to be there and do the work and finish the work? 
instead of promising to come and you don't see him for two or three weeks. I'm telling you that Mr. Robinson is a solid Christian man. I know him personally and I can vouch for him. If you need work done, John Robinson, you better call them. Um, yeah, believe me. 23-4. Labor not to be rich. Cease from thine own wisdom. Do not toil to gain wealth. Yeah, Pastor, but I, I get that. I don't want to be rich because rich is the, uh, 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 the, the Bible talks about the prosperity. The riches of a fool destroys them, that they're destroyed by their riches. Amen. Someone who doesn't know how to handle it. But I want to prosper, uh, uh, Pastor. Maybe riches is not the goal, but I do want to prosper. How can I do that? Well, the Bible lets us ask the answer. Amen. We're in the book of Proverbs. Go to Proverbs 8. Proverbs, the 8th chapter. And this is the whole, this is talking, the Holy Ghost is talking here. I got in my Bible, I have Holy Ghost chapter. Holy Ghost chapter. Uh, Proverbs 8, 18. We're going to start in the 18th verse. This is talking about the Holy Ghost, inspired by the Holy Ghost. And he says, riches and honor are with me. Yea, durable riches and righteousness. Fruit is better than gold. Yea, than fine gold. And my revenue than choice silver. I lead in the way of righteousness in the midst of the path of judgment. That I, that is the Holy Ghost, that I may cause those that love me to inherit substance. I'm so glad he used that word substance because a lot of people say, well, you know, God, he, he's only interested in spiritual things. He only wants the spiritual. This specifically says that I may cause him to inherit substance and I, that is the Holy Ghost, will fill his, will fill their treasuries. Amen. So the Holy Ghost says, for those that love me, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'll cause them to inherit substance. I'll fill their treasuries. Now does the verse begin to make sense? 23.4, labor not to be rich. Cease from thine own anger. Do not toil to gain wealth, the Tanakh says. What's this saying? The Holy Ghost is going to set you up. He's going to set you up to gain prosperity and wealth. And if you're a young person, you wouldn't understand this, but any older person knows when they look back on their life, they recognize the things that God set them up. He set them up to prosper. When I bumped into my job, I didn't know what that job would, would bring me. But 20 years later, when you get the pension, then you realize it was God that caused you to get the job in the first place. He set you up. You you do other things when you're young, not understanding what it means. You don't even think that it's anything. But 20 or 30 years later, that very thing causes you to come into something else that causes you to be wealthy. If you hadn't have done that in, in your 20s, you couldn't have prospered the way you are in, let's say, your 50s or 60s, amen? And I look back on many things, and I see where God did things, and nothing is, you'll find that nothing is wasted. 
He wastes nothing. He'll cause those things in your life. I used to, I used to, when I was a very young man, I used to be invited into board meetings. I didn't know what a board meeting was or what it would mean. Here it is 50 years later. I have to have board meetings for the ministry. See, God, I didn't know that. I didn't know what he was doing. And people, older people, they look back in their life and they see where God uh, had them do something, like the wonderful benefits that I'm receiving now from having been in the military. When I went in the military, I had no idea. I had no idea the benefits that you would have. Whoa, you can, you can get a house through uh, 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 VA benefits. You can go to school on VA benefits and the many other benefits you can have. But when I joined the military, I was just joining the military. I didn't know in 20 years or 30 years, I'm going to need this for that. I'm going to need that for this. But God knows, and he sets you up. Go to Proverbs 22, chapter 22. He sets you up. He knows why he's leading. See, that's why it says labor not to be rich. See from that. Because you don't have to. Uh, God, God got your whole plan. He's got a plan for your life. And he knows exactly why he had you to do all those other things. So that okay, I give you an example. There was a there was a true story. Lady out west, young lady, young European American girl, uh, out in in Texas, went through. Make a, a long story short, because I only got seven minutes left. She went through undergraduate, went through graduate school, went to law school, came to uh, and process the time for reasons she didn't even know. She came all the way to um, Washington D.C. Uh, became a judge uh, 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 at the appellate level, I guess, or, 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 or appeals level or something. And unbeknownst to her, looking back, she didn't know why she went through all that. She was chosen by, by President Bush. She was nominated to be on the Supreme Court of the United States of America. Now, when she was a little girl or when she was in high school, or when she was in college, or after college, when she even went to law school, she never would have thought, I'm doing all this so that I could be on the Supreme Court. She never even dreamed of that. But God knew why he was setting her. He was setting her up. All of those things in her former life was used in her latter life uh, 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 so that he could caused her to be nominated for the Supreme Court. Now, in her case, unfortunately, she was used to Texas and a nice, quiet town. And when she got to Washington, D.C., with all of its intrigue and all its politics and all of its disagreements and arguing and all of that stuff, she just could not take that. She couldn't take the, she couldn't take the constant bickering and the arguing and politics and wrangling and all that. So she decided, oh, my goodness, this place is crazy. I want to go back home to mama. So she went back home to mama. But the point is God had set her up. Now, here's the kicker. In later years, when they needed a conservative on the Supreme Court, when many liberal stuff was being passed, 
which only passed by one vote. Many times I thought, had she gone all the way with God and got on the Supreme Court, had she not given up and run back home to mama, had she persevered and got on the Supreme Court, instead of those things passing by one vote, they would have been struck down by one vote. Amen. I often thought, but see, God is 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 uh, centuries ahead of us. Amen. But He set you, and even in your own life, you look back on your life, you'll see that someone taught you a skill, and now it's being used in your later life. Someone you went to school, and now it's benefiting you in your later life. You work for somebody, and now you're pulling from it. Amen. Glory to God. God, you don't have to labor and toil, amen? God got you set up for success, and he's going to bring you into it. Look at Proverbs 22.4. Proverbs 22.4 says, By humility and the fear of the Lord, that means obey God. By, By humility and obeying God are riches and honor, and life. God says riches, honor, and life is by him. He makes a person. The Bible in Psalm 75 says that promotion comes from him. He put it down one and set it up another. Amen? And right here, it says riches, honor, and life are by God. Amen? Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? If you walking a holy life, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. How are, do you, are you are you to prosper? Turn over to chapter twenty four. You're in uh, Proverbs twenty two. Turn over to Proverbs twenty four. Proverbs twenty four, the third and the fourth verse. It says, "Through wisdom is an, an house builded." And by understanding it is established. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and present riches. Amen. Well, Pastor, how does that plug into uh, uh, labor not to be rich? Cease from thine own wisdom. Yeah, because this verse says, through wisdom is an house builded. What wisdom? Not your wisdom. God's wisdom. You see, beloved, out in the world, they think that they're wise. Their wisdom tells them. Let, 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 let me let me give you a quick one. Let me give you a quick example. Just a quick example of God's wisdom and their wisdom and how their wisdom is wrong. Amen. But they think it's right. In the world, both men and women look for beautiful women. The women go through changes. The young females in America, they go through extensive stuff. Or they all got long hair. We're talk, I'm talking about females. I'm not talking about women now. A woman, a woman stands before God. I'm talking about young females. Females, and they don't know God. Females don't know God. Uh, 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 females that turn to God turn into women. Okay, female, both females and males out in the world, they look for beautiful, they look for beauty. 
the, the, the young females, they get the long eyelashes, they get the long hair, they get the enhancements, and I'm going to leave that right there. They get the enhancements all over there because they want to look beautiful. The young men, what are they looking for? Beauty. Amen? That's the, that's the wisdom of the world, the wisdom of males and females. But, when a, but what does the Bible say about the perfect woman? In Proverbs 31, it says, who can find a virtuous woman? Her price is far above rubies. So what does God's wisdom say? You're supposed, ladies, uh, 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 young females, you're supposed to get saved and become a virtuous woman. It don't mention nothing about beauty. It talks about virtue. You're supposed to uh, uh, learn morals. That way you don't hurt your husband. You don't cheat on TikTok. You don't do the terrible things that young females are doing to themselves and other, other uh, their, their, their uh, uh, male friends cheating and conniving and doing those things. That's what females do. But a female that turns into a woman by, by, by looking at God's wisdom, amen, the Bible says there she does her husband no harm. She does the man no harm. He can trust in her. Why? Because she's turned into a woman. I'm out of time. I can't even explore these things. I'm out of time. God bless you. The Bible has the answers. God has your whole life planned. Just go forward. Whatever you do, give value. Give value. Serve. And don't worry about the money. The money will flow to you. God will make sure it will flow to you. Amen. I'm out of time. The Bible has the answers. God bless you. Love you. See you next week. Bye-bye. I know the Bible is right. It's The Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level.